Shalom Mishpocha. Shalom family. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpocha, the family with the Jewish heart, made up of Jewish and non-Jewish people with a middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile. It's finally come down to form one new man. Getting ready, Mishpocha, to blow the grandest shofar, or the grandest trumpet in Zion. We want everyone everywhere to hear the good news. We want everyone everywhere to be red hot for the Messiah. Now, I can tell you that this entire week is going to be red hot for the Messiah for two reasons. The first reason is, I sense before we've even started the interview, the presence of God has invaded the studio. That's why I know it's going to be great. Number two, my friend, Apostle Mildenado is my guest again, and I spoke to him on the telephone this morning, and this is what he said. Sid, I just got back from a country that is known for not having a move of God's Spirit, uh, that is known for uh, dryness as far as uh, Christianity, Spain. And you would not believe what happened. And, of course, I would believe what happened. I'm so excited. Um, uh, Pastor, I said, I wish I had been there. Tell, why don't you share again what you told me this Thank morning? Thank you very much, Sid. Um, I believe uh, I will describe it as the way one of my uh, pastors and spiritual sons in, in Spain described it. He said, we have broken records. And we have broken walls, limits that the enemy have uh, imposed upon the church for centuries. I See, I'm not exaggerating the word that he used. For example, um, there had never been so many uh, people. At, at There were people waiting online at 4 a.m. in the morning, people waiting online to get into the, the meeting. Uh, there were more than 3,500, 4,000 people in, this, in the, the place where we did the conference. It was completely packed. Um, the, uh, the whole event cost uh, 150,000 euros, and everything was paid for. That was the first time that happened in Spain. Uh, 400 people. I believe it was 200, but when I spoke to him, he said, no, Pastor, we count them. We're 400 people came to Christ. He said the pastor were crying and weeping, saying, we've never seen this before. And what do we accredit to that? Not myself. It was the glory and the presence of God. And the other record, uh, for the first time, they said we saw hundreds, hundreds of people being delivered, and no one touched them. It was just the presence and the glory of God touching the people. We saw the deaf and the mutes and the, and the blind saw. And he said, this is incredible. And then he said, what the enemy has placed over centuries, we have seen a breakthrough. Now, I attribute, and I'm sure you attribute, what occurred to a realm that you move in called the glory of God. I want you to describe graphically how the glory of God operated in those meetings in Spain. What did okay. you see happening? For them to understand, for the listeners to understand, Sid, we need to 
have the the understanding of 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 of, of, of what is faith. Faith is the legal entrance into the spiritual realm. Faith is the uh, is what the Lord has given us to enter in that invisible realm called eternity, and call into the presence, call into uh, the dimension of the glory. Remember what Jesus said. Jesus said, "If you believe, you will see the glory." In other words, the prerequisite for the glory is the faith. So faith is not the glory, and glory is not the faith. Second, the anointing. The anointing is the power of God flowing through us. The anointing is the power of God flowing through us. Now, every time God wants to do something, he empowers a person with his power to do something. So God does it through us. Now, in the glory of God is not only the power, but is God himself. What do you mean? The word glory means with God, means God with all his attributes. In other words, we see majesty, we see power, we see authority, we see uh, presence, we see um, uh, provision, we see so many things. In other words, the glory of God is the essence in who God is. That is the glory. For those people that don't understand it, they think, well, the anointing and the glory, it's not, not it's not. What, what I want to tell you is, that when the glory comes, how can I describe for the people that are homes and, and the cars and, and prison and, and the offices listening to it, how can I describe when the glory, another definition, a very simple word to say glory is the manifested presence of God. In other words, when God comes to a place or comes to a person or comes to a building, comes to anywhere and his presence manifests. And, and and so saying the presence and the glory is 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 the same. So the the reason said I said this is because people don't understand. They say, what is the presence? What what is that? So for many people that are listening, the presence is the manifested presence of God. That's the glory of God. So when when I'm saying, how can I describe what happened in Spain? I was teaching in the last session, and and as I preached, the Lord said, I want you to teach on my presence. And then he said, there's something, there's three waves of my presence. Remember, when the present comes, it can come in the aspects that God chooses to reveal or manifest himself in that particular moment. So the Lord said, there's three waves of my glory that will come tonight. And then I said, Lord, which one? He said, uh, first, it will, be the, it will come the wave of creator miracles. Uh, and then he said the second wave would be the wave of deliverance. And the third wave will be the wave of fire. So God manifesting himself in each one of his aspects. So um, I went and I started preaching and teaching on the glory, on the presence. The moment I started teaching, the presence of God came upon that building. It were 4,000 people. And no one touched anybody because in the glory, God takes initiative and, and his sovereignty and his will moving. In other words, it's not, it's not the anointing using my body to do it. It's God himself doing his own work. So the first wave came into the building. And Sid, I can tell you, um, the people were starting weeping and crying. And then there's a second wave that came, and it was, it was deliverances. So um, if I can tell you hundreds 
and hundreds of people were weeping and crying on the floor and so many people being delivered. Now, when you say delivered, give me an idea of what types of things people were being delivered from. I was going to describe it. For example, the Bible says... Uh, when Jesus lay hands on the person, when Jesus came, they start. The people started shaking, or the people started. Uh, in in our case, we saw people vomiting. We saw people um, crying, weeping. There's some manifestation when we're not looking for manifestation of deliverance of demons. I'm saying what you see in the Bible, where they said they threw him on the floor, and they start. You know, when Jesus came and rebuked the spirit. It was like someone uh, rolling on the floor, and you see the, the it was demonic on the people. So there was many uh, manifest and physical manifestations on people. And the second uh, floor, first floor, third floor, and we saw it was people being delivered. And of course, what happened after that? You saw the people like fell fainted, like what the Bible says. And then at the end, when we saw people fainted. You saw them cry and say, I'm free, I'm free, crying. But I'm, I'm talking about loud voice, I'm free, I'm free. People from depression, people from sicknesses, people from generational curses. And this is the most amazing thing is the fact that we did not lay hands on people. No one, even my team. You know what I told my team? We, we were 70 of my team. And I said, don't touch the people because, and it was total order. When I'm saying toward order, when, when the massive deliverance comes, you will see a people and demons everywhere manifesting in people. I'm talking about Spain. I'm talking about a country that they're very uh, intellectual, people that don't believe in, in spiritual things. And in and, and that particular moment, uh, people were set free, weeping and crying, and, and, and the third wave was fire. And when I said the, the wave of fire is coming, all the thousands of young people ran into the altar. And they started weeping, falling under the power, shaking, crying, weeping, saying, uh, repenting of their sin. You're talking about repenting of their sin. That is what the glory and the presence of God can do it. And, and, And it wasn't really your preaching that caused the deep, deep, heartfelt repentance. It was a manifestation of God's presence called the fire. Yes, remember what the yes, remember what the book of Acts chapter 3 verse 18 and 21 says that repent in order to have times of refreshing. So what do I said before the presence comes we need to repent. And that the, the conviction of that presence came first and then the people repented and then the fire came upon the people. Tell me just rattle off a few uh, physical conditions of what people were healed of or had miracles of? Uh, Sid, answering you that question, um, there was a people, de- uh, uh, blind people. And I said, if anybody's blind here, uh, any of your eyes are completely blind, I want you to come up here. Well, there was like 25 people that came into the altar. And I'm saying this publicly. And they come up, came up to the altar. And we started praying for the blind people. Well, the first woman, she was blind for 20 years, and she was blind in one of her eyes. So completely blind. We knew before we checked them out. I told my doctors, they checked it out, and she was completely blind. After we prayed, she was completely healed. I mean, the moment one of my team prayed, I didn't even pray myself, one of my team prayed, and she was completely healed. 
and, and more blind deaf people. Uh, Fifteen years of being deaf, it would, their, 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 their ears were open. Well, you know what you're describing to me? Normal based on the Bible. I want you to be normal. I want you to get his brand new book. It's literally just off the press. It's called The Glory of God. Experience a supernatural encounter with his presence. It's a real how-to book so that you can live in God's presence and be a carrier of his glory. I said, have you been saying, God, I feel like I'm stuck. I haven't progressed. I mean, I did okay for a while, but for the last year, for the last five years, for the last 10 years, the last 20 years, I just haven't com- progressed. Then you need this book and three DVDs, Supernatural Encounter with His Presence, available for a gift of $40. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. One of the things that intrigues me about Apostle Mildenado is not that he walks in the glory and the fire of God, but that he equips others to walk in the glory and the fire of God. His whole congregation walks in the glory of God. I visited his congregation, and I was so impressed, Pastor Maldonado, of your young people. They go out in the malls. Uh, tell me a testimony of something that happened recently with your young people uh, when they went in the malls in Miami. Okay. Uh, I Thank you, uh, Sid. Uh, one of the testimonies is this. A group of young people went into uh, actually the uh, Miami Jackson Hospital, and um, and they went. There were many people in the, in the emergency room, broken bones, alcohol, uh, all kinds of disease. So they went to pray. And listen to this, Sid. They went and literally, and we got videos, we got documented, where the whole drama, the emergency room, was completely empty. In other words, they went, they prayed for people that there was a man that got a shot, that got shot. And they, uh, they tell him, you, you're going to die. They, they were, he was connected to instruments. So after the pray, the man got up in the hospital. And now the hospital are calling my team saying, come back, because we got more patients for you to pray. And malls, uh, my people want... Wait, wait, let me just interject something. Many years ago, when I was a brand new Jewish believer in Jesus, I had the privilege, and it was a high privilege, of meeting uh, a woman by the name of Catherine Coleman. And she used to prophesy, a day is coming, and, and, and this is, we're talking about over 30 years ago, a day is coming in which believers will go into hospitals and empty them out. What you're telling me is that day has come. Yes, it is. It, it has come. The thing is, when people say, hear that, that kind of thing is, well, who was there? Who was a very known preacher? No, he was a regular young people. They're on fire. They're hot for the Messiah. <laughs> And they went, and literally, I, I got, as a matter of fact, is one of my testimonies on television, and I brought them all, and I said, tell me what happened. They brought me videos. They brought me the people, specific people that were, uh, that were broken bone. They prayed for them. They got healed. Uh, people with cancer that were healed. And the doctors have called them. They have shown me the text saying, 
Pastor, I mean, I mean, can you can you can you tell those people to come back? Because that week when they came, the drama uh, center of the hospital was completely emptied. Hmm. Well, let me ask you a question. I, as you know, I went to to your service, and I saw a bunch of young people get up. Ten, I mean, not just one, one after another after another saying, I went here and this miracle happened. I went there. Now, was that just a special time that I was there or does this happen all the time? No, Sid, that it was normal. Like you mentioned always in your programs, it's, it's normal. And there's, this is very important for the people that are listening now, Sid. Number one, if you do not move in the supernatural... We, you need to be, you must be activated to move in it. Now, once you move the first time, the second step further is to across and do the transition from, uh, of the supernatural from being just an event to become normal, to become as a way of life, to become your culture, to become normal. And that's what had happened in the church. As a church, 15 years ago, we didn't start as an event. And, and yes, we did like Miracle Crusade every uh, three months. But the Lord, I took the church because that's my call. That's my mission to activate the believers in the supernatural. After many years, are we talking about 10 years ago, we have seen thousands and thousands of people. And not that I pray. I, I, There's people that activated and they pray for the people and they got healed. So they crossed the line from being just a transition from just an event to a way of life and to be a part of the culture. So I, if you allow me today, I will pray for people that are listening, that are hungry for the supernatural, the thirsty for the supernatural, and they're saying, well, I don't even have an event. I, I don't, haven't seen anything supernatural in my life. And some others said, yeah, I have seen some of the power and miracles that God has done in me and through me. Because one thing is that you receive a miracle, and then one thing is you become a miracle, a living miracle where you're praying for people. So I will pray today if you hear it. No, only, I'm only going to let you pray if... I can pray. No, no, no. I'm going to only let you pray if they get the teaching, because it's my belief that the, you need the anointing and the teaching to move in the supernatural. So if, so if they'll make that deal with you right now, that they will get the teaching, then I'm going to let you pray for them right now. Okay, you know what? You know what I said? It, it is so essential what you just said. You know why? Because any person that receives any activation or impartation, if you don't have the teaching, if you don't have the knowledge why you got what you got, you ended up losing it. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yes, it's, it's like because, it's, you know what, I, I have prayed for people, for example, they got their healing, and they were so happy, but they didn't have the, the revelation what was behind their healing. In other words, they didn't have the scripture, they didn't have the knowledge, what activated their healing. So it was like they lost it, and, and the Lord said to me, because any impartation, activation you do, if they don't have the knowledge or the revelation behind what they got, they will lose it. So that's the reason it's so essential what you just said, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you now, if you're listening to me now, get the serious, you will have the knowledge, you will be, uh, and then I, I can activate you now. Would you pray now? Yes. 
Father, I thank you. I give you praise and I give you honor. The thousands and thousands of people that are hungry for God. The God of the Bible is the God of miracles. Miracles are not just an event. Miracles supposed to be are supposed to be in the now. And and right now, Lord Jesus, activate thousands of people that are hungry, saying, Where is the God of the Bible? Where is the God of Elijah? Where is the God that opened the Red Sea? Where is the God of the book of Acts? Where we see continuous move of the Spirit. As I release the presence of God in the car, in the offices, right now, Lord Jesus, your presence go and activate those people to pray for the sick, to cast out demons, to prophesy, to move in the gifts of the Spirit, to hear the voice of God now. There you go. Now, now, receive that activation wherever you are. Receive it now. There's a pastor that is listening to me. You've got a big church, and you become uh, unsatisfied. You, you are frustrated because you want to see more. You want to see God moving in your church. God is touching you now. You feel like something in your stomach going on now. I can see people, the blind people, you got problems in your eyes, are being healed. And the Lord said, you're being healed for you to be a healer. And there's people now, there's people, I can feel people with uh, some problems in their skin. They felt like heat in their body. Father, in Jesus' name, now I release that presence, the presence. Oh, my God, there's presence. There's people with depression. People with depression, I command that the Spirit of God is releasing people with depression. I command you to be free now in Jesus' name. Be healed. Something is happening with depression. People with sadness. People that that, that there's right now being released. Now, God is delivering you for you to be a healer, for you to be a deliverer. That's the anointing. That's why you need the anointing, not just for yourself, but for you to go. Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I, I hear the Holy Spirit telling me, Sid, about people without jobs. I declare from this moment on, the next within the next 30 days, jobs, 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 jobs. Provision is coming in the way. And I want you to receive now. God will open supernaturally doors for jobs, for the people that are hearing me now. In Jesus' name, Father, I activate those people. And the anointing is that the glory of God is in my mouth to activate it, to impart. And what I have, I impart to them in Jesus' name. Receive it now. I, I, there's a strong presence. Now there's an executive. There's a C. I think you're a CEO. I don't know. It's a executive that you are listening to me in your office. And the Lord has been speaking to you to make your office uh, an office of God, a presence of God, where the kingdom is being established. You feel something in your room is being, uh, something is being, uh, you feel the presence. As a matter of fact, you're crying. There's uh, young people, young people are, are listening to me, and there's young people listening, and you've so been so hungry about God and the supernatural, and God is releasing the present upon you now. In Jesus' name, you be activated with the fire of the presence presence and any person that is listening as a matter of fact i feel there are people in in in, in the studio that that the presence is falling on the studio in the studio you feel something like a fire in their hands is the power and the presence of god flowing in jesus name lord i give you praise and i give you honor for those supply all the needs of your people for them to become healers for them to become deliverers for them to become saviors father in jesus name i give you praise and your glory, you deserve the recognition and the honor is to you. And Yeshua, in Jesus' name, amen. My guest, 
Apostle Mildonado provokes me to jealousy. He's got a whole church of people that provoke me to jealousy. He's got apostles uh, and, uh, and pastors that he sent out all over the world that do the same thing he does. He has had an encounter with the fire of God. He, where he walks, the glory of God manifests. And not just him, the people in his church, the same thing. He has a gift to teach this. But what I want to find out today is it's a process of how he learned this. I, want, I, I know you were born again because I've interviewed you. I know you were filled with the Holy Spirit, spoken tongues. But I want to know. But see, mo many of the people listening to me right now are born again and speak in tongues, Apostle Maldonado. But I want to know what made the difference in your life between them and you. What, tell me what happened. I believe I said that uh, the uh, supernatural encounter with his presence, every man in the Bible, every woman in the Bible had a supernatural encounter with his presence, and God manifested in his own way. For example, with Abraham was his voice. With uh, Moses was the burning bush experience. In my case, was an audible voice where God came into my room, and then He said, "If I called you to bring my supernatural counter, uh, to my supernatural power to this generation." So I believe I am a carrier of a burden, if I can call it that way. I'm a carrier of His power and presence, and wherever I go, it's not because any special in myself. Is His? The Bible says that this treasure. That treasure. I'm a carrier of his press of, of his. Uh, this. I, I want to know what was that encounter that what, after that encounter you were a carrier. T describe that encounter to me. Okay, for the people that are listening to me, um, I was praying in my room, and as I prayed, um, I felt the presence, physical, tangible presence of God. In, in my room, and I felt like someone walked into my room, and suddenly I heard his voice, an audible voice in my room. It's not, I'm not talking about in my spirit, in my room, like, like someone is talking through any speaker. And he said, I have called you to bring, to bring my supernatural power to this, to this generation. And then that voice, I heard it in my spirit within me. So I wept and I cried in the floor as the voice came upon me. So that was the encounter that I had with him. Now, when you, they talk about the baptism of fire, was that the baptism of fire for you? That, I, that was different. That was different. I, that was, that was the, my call into ministry. Tell me about the baptism of fire. Yeah, that, I think I said that every person has to have a supernatural intervention in your life to confirm that what you have is from God. I see so many people saying, I'm an apostle, I'm a teacher, I'm this, I'm that. Well, when God supernaturally and sovereignly spoke to you in any way, it, it has to be, it can be in a dream, it can be through the scripture, it can be something supernatural with the fire 
um, it came one day where I went, where I was in a meeting. And, and I remember uh, the Lord said, uh, your meetings, and, and it was also in my, in my house, he said, your meetings will be uh, known as the meetings of fire. And I knew what he was saying when I went to the scripture because Moses, the ministry of Moses, was, um, it, was it was an assignment by God to, to demonstrate the fire. So fire is one of the aspects of God. The Bible said he is a consuming fire. And if we get into the fire, I can teach a lot of stuff that I teach, you know, in my book on the, on the supernatural and also on the, on, on the presence of God, on the glory of God. When you experienced the fire, I'm, I'm just curious, did you feel something like fire? I did. As a matter of fact, I did like my hands were burning. I felt like my head was burning or my body was burning. And that's what the people, when I minister the fire in places, the people says, I'm burning, I'm burning. Uh, I went to uh, Spain and uh, I heard the cry of the young people saying, oh my God, I'm burning, I'm burning. But crying out loud, I'm burning physically. They feeling the burning because when the fire comes, it comes to destroy the works of the enemy. It comes to destroy every evil thing and also come to sanctified. So this is important. It comes to judge, but also comes to sanctify. That's what we need the fire. Uh, listen, in this country, what we call Christianity isn't remotely similar to what I read in the Bible. There is no holiness. There is no honor for God. I mean, it's it's almost been eliminated uh, by saying, well, God uh, it, it has so much love and there's so much grace, you can sin and it's okay. They're not saying it, but by omission, they're saying it. Yes, I agree completely, Sid. And it's very sad because there's a difference between being filled with power and being filled with fire. Uh, John the Baptist says, the person that is after me, he, talking about Jesus, that he come after me, will fill you with power, the Holy Ghost, and then he said, with the Holy Ghost and fire. So he separated the part of and fire. So what do you mean? What's the difference? How can we experience? Many people that are listening to me now saying, well, I'm, I'm speaking other tongues. How long ago? Well, it was 20 years ago. It was 10 years ago, five years ago. That is awesome. I think it's the beginning to get red hot for Jesus. But you need the fire. What's the difference? Well, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Acts 1.8, says that Jesus said you will receive dunamis. And the word dunamis comes from the Greek word dunamis, which comes from our English word dunamo, dynamite. So but any dynamite will not explode unless you put fire in it. So any dynamite, you need to ignite it with fire. So what happened in my own experience, I was filled with the Spirit. I spoke in other tongues, but I was not preaching. I was not sanctified. I was not doing the things of God. And I spoke in other tongues, and I couldn't even pray myself. So the moment I had an encounter with the fire, that fire came to, uh, to sanctify me, and I'm still being sanctified. I'm not saying I did the first time, but I'm saying they came to sanctify. And number two, I became so red hot 
for Jesus. How do you know? I started talking to everybody about Jesus. I, I pray for the sick in the malls, in the shopping center, in the parking lot. So I became fired. So today, if you allow me, I can pray for those people, those that have never spoken other tongues. And also, I can pray for those people, for the people to receive the fire of the Holy Spirit, if you allow me. Um, we're not going to have enough time today, but if you will do that tomorrow and explain, I want you to teach a little on the fire and then pray on tomorrow's broadcast, because I know that the anointing will go into them, but it'll go right out if they don't get the teaching. And so that's why it is urgent that you get this brand new book. I'm so excited uh, that you have the privilege of offering this book to you. It's his brand new book. It's called The Glory of God. And then three DVDs titled Supernatural Encounter with His Presence. The thing that's so wonderful about this book is there is the anointing and presence of God for teaching. These words will go right into you. They're going to take over. They're going to arrest you. They're going to get you out of the time lock that you're in. Isn't it time you get unstuck and you start moving forward in the things of God? This book will help you accomplish living in God's presence and be a carrier of his glory. This, this is so important for you right now because America is rapidly turning the wrong way in almost every arena possible. And those that have eyes to see and ears to hear recognize this. And it's only going to be people that are carriers of his presence that walk in that same glory. You, you know, uh, Pastor Maldonado, I, I'm reminded in the Solomon's temple, when it was dedicated, the glory was so strong, it says the priest were not able to stand. I believe that when carriers of God's glory start walking into malls and start walking into hospitals, I'm not saying in church, I'm saying in the highways and byways, people are going to start repenting and saying, I'm a sinner. Tell me how I can get rid of my sins. I want you to call or write for this book, available for a gift of $40 included, or also three DVDs. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697, 1-800-447-2697. Apostle Meldonado has entered the realm of the glory. I, I have a, a question for you. Uh, the woman that I mentioned earlier that I had an opportunity to know Catherine Coleman, when I would go into her meetings, I would see what at that time I thought was normal. Uh, later, I found out, although it was normal, very few people uh, carried that presence of God. I believe Catherine Coleman operated in the glory all those years ago. What do you think, Pastor Maldonado? Yeah, I think I think she did. She did what we saw. What happened is uh, sometimes you can move in something and not have the revelation on it, but you have the manifestation. And I think she did. Uh, of course, the relationship she had with the Holy Spirit was so 
amazing that I believe she did operate it in it. And what she prophesied, uh, there's some pockets of the church in different countries that I believe are moving in that pre- strong presence and the glory of God today. Well, I know as a fact that your congregation is, and I know as a fact you equip people that move in the same glory that you move in. Uh, tell me about someone that you equipped, uh, a pastor in Mexico that was kidnapped. Yeah, actually, uh, he's one of the sons. He's one of my spiritual sons in Mexico. And uh, I preached, um, I taught him on, um, you know, with the glory of God, there is no time and there's no space, time and matter. So you can move as the Bible says, the scripture says that Philip was translated. What do you mean? He was transported from one place to another. For those people that, that are hearing, that are listening now, saying, well, what is that? Is that biblical? What is in the Bible? And um, he, this pastor, uh, he, was, he came out from the service going to his home. And as he went to his home, uh, robbers and, and people from the mafia came and tried to stop him and said, listen, we're going to kill you. So, but before we kill you, come with us to the bar and you're going to pay for the building. We're going to kill you. So with big guns and all that, we took it, they took him into, uh, the bar. So getting into the, the bar and, and, um, they start drinking. They say, he's going to pay. And so then he said, uh, Lord. And then he said, let me go to the bathroom. And I will come back in a minute. And they, as he went to the bathroom, so all those people were waiting, drinking, and and smoking and all that, waiting for him to pay the bill. And as soon as he paid, take him out and kill him. And 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 I'm telling you, those people that are watching me in Mexico, what they say is true. I mean, those people, they're the drug dealers and all that. Is is thousands of people are, are being that died now because of that. So we know this is not kidding. This is true. So with this, he said that as soon as he went to the bathroom, he just, I say, Lord, help me. I just want to, I just want your glory, your presence to manifest in my life. And because the only way I can come out is that your glory operates in me, like operated in Philip. So the moment he finished the prayer, he was walking in the street, praying to God. <laughs> Yeah, I, because I know you, I believe this story. Because I read these types of stories in the Bible, uh, such as Philip uh, being tr- uh, translated, it, it was with the Ethiopian uh, eunuch, and then immediately he was in another city. I know it's true, but I have to tell you, it's even hard for me to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what what happened, uh, Sid? In America and in the Western countries, we measure reality according to our intellectualism and education. And you know education will not teach you this. You know intellectualism will not teach you this. And I believe in being educated. I'm not saying you'd be stupid. But what I'm saying is I, the, the who determines my reality is the Bible, is the scriptures. So what we see in the scriptures said, I want to see it, not yesterday, but I want to see it t- today. And that is a fact, because this pastor is documented. I trust the people say, who's that pastor? Well, that pastor has 11,000 members. He went from 300 in seven years to 11,000 members. And now he's building a temple 
for $4 million in Mexico with pesos, not with dollars, with pesos. And now that man is the man that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about someone that is, I'm talking about someone that is, is an architect and someone that is smart. But when I'm saying the glory of God, Phil, I mean, I said, I believe the glory is reaching so many people, and the key is to be hungry. People are now thirsting for, for an encounter with God. And right now, I can, I can tell you, you can have an encounter with God's presence. This is not just for special people. This is one of the greatest mistakes that the men and the women of God have been teaching for so many years. And I taught it in the beginning. I said, well, maybe I'm gifted. Maybe. And then the Lord said, no, this is not gifted. This is for you to give it to the people. So You know, for many years, uh, I used to... Uh, uh, listen to the teaching of Kenneth Hagen, and I and and I was deceived. I thought, well, he just has a special gift. He can't go around teaching people how they can do that. But the truth is, it's not a special gift. It's a special God. Yes, I believe it. I believe it. And I completely agree with you. And so many generals, uh, Sid, they did not have the revelation. It's not that they were bad. I really admire those generals, but didn't have the revelation that what we receive from God is for us to equip, is to train, to teach the body of Christ to any person can move in the supernatural. For example, I just give you another very quick testimony of, of people. I got a person, uh, a woman that came from Colombia. She was trained in the church for six months. New believer. I'm not talking about someone that be 20 years. A new believer, six months old in Christianity. She went back to Colombia. She went to an orphanage. She started praying for a girl, two girls. They were uh, HIV positive. And then the doctor said, well, they're going to die. They got one year to live. And she said, well, let me practice what I learned in my church in Miami. So she went back to Colombia, prayed for those two girls, and, and, and three months later took them back to the doctor. And the doctor said, what happened here? They've been healed. They completely healed of HIV. I'm talking about a woman of six months in Christianity. And now she's doing miracles. So the people that are listening to me now, I can speak to you. You can do it also. Tell me about some creative miracles. It was one that happened in Argentina. Okay, you know... Um, when I went to Argentina, I, I am believing, Sid, for miracles that I do not have a point of reference. What do I mean by that? Well, I, we do have a point of reference in the Bible when they said that the Jesus played for the blind and from the deaf and from the mute. And we do, we see that every day. But what about when you see someone that lose 10 sizes, 10 sizes in three days? There's no point of reference in the scripture. And that's exactly what happened in Argentina. This uh, young person, 12 years old, he was declared by the doctors mentally retorted. That's what they call it in Argentina. For some years, it's a bad word, but that's what they call a mental retardation. That's what they call it in Argentina. Four years old, when he was four, he got a, a, some kind of sickness, and then he became mentally retorted. So um, he was 12 when I went. And as I said, I've been believing for those kind of miracles, for creative miracles in the mind. So when I, I said, well, let me, let me speak, I said, let me talk and let me uh, declare. And I declare, the Lord said, declare miracles in the mind. And I declare from the pulpit 
the moment I declare it, he turned around to his mother, and then he said, Mommy, I understand everything. And the mommy said, what do you mean? He said, I understand. When the pastor I declared created miracles in the mind, I understood everything. So they took him to the doctor. They took him to the school. He passed all the tests in the school with 12 grades average. And then they took him to the doctor. The doctor said he's completely healed. Now, when he came back home, her mother, his mother sat down with him and he said, son, tell me what happened that night. I mean, how, what did you feel when pastor declared, uh, saying uh, people with mental retardation be healed? He said, something, I felt a fire in my forehead and my head. And he said, I felt something was like a heat in my head. And, and then he said, mommy, and I still feel that fire. And he said, can I see it? And he said, he's here. And he showed his mother and his mother found two marks of two stitches. In other words, the Lord operated him in the service. And when they, he took him into the doctor, you know what the doctor said? What's that? He said, this is exactly the place where the, the intelligence, where the system, to, the learning system of the brain is, is established. In other words, this is the, exactly the, same, the, the, the point where people have the intelligence system of the brain. In other words, God in that day operated that little boy. Now he became normal. Now he's going in 12th grade school. I want people, I'd, I'd like to see people normal physically. I want to see people normal spiritually and supernaturally. I have a guest here that God has supernaturally equipped for you to be able to walk in God's presence 24-7 and be a carrier of his glory and see the same miracles that we read about in the Bible happen in your life. And it's wonderful uh, that Apostle Maldonado has all of these great miracles happen, and I rejoice over that. But you know what I rejoice over more than that? that people that sit under his teaching do the same thing. Apostle Maldonado, tell me, uh, pull one story out of someone that was equipped by you and the miracle that occurred. Um, One of my young people, actually, we got thousands of young people. uh, There's over 3,000 young people in our church. And uh, I've trained them to go any place, and I have told them to have supernatural boldness and fire to go out in the street and get the people. Well, one day, um, one of my young, actually youth pastor, uh, he went on vacation and he got into the, uh, the supermarket and, um, he got close to the, uh, to the lady in the cashier, the lady who was receiving the money. And, and, and he, and he said, can I use your microphone? Uh, to tell all your customers that I can pray for you and pray for the rest of the people that are sick and they need, uh, they are pressed in their mind. And the lady, of course, she said, no, you're crazy. And, and he said, well, I, I, you know, and then she said, well, they can fire me. And then she said, well, but let me ask my, my boss. And went asked her boss and said, listen, there's a pastor here in the supermarket. And we're talking about supermarket for thousands of people. And he said, there's a pastor in the supermarket that is asking me if, I, if he can pray for the people and pray for... 
And the manager says, yeah, no problem. If they want to bless our people, no problem, the, the, the people that are buying. So he called out, and then he said, if you want to be healed, if you want to be delivered, come here to this cashier number four. And everybody came there, and 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 he started declaring the word and, and ministered to the people and the sick and the healing. And did you know that in that supermarket, people were healed, uh, people with uh, blindness, stigmatism, blindness, uh, people, deaf people got closed and prayed and got healed. Uh, people that they were in depression, they were delivered. You're talking about in a supermarket. It, it takes, first of all, why? It takes boldness to do that. And third, this is open in, in the open. This is a hundred people are buying and, and God backing it up with, there's no music, there's no atmosphere for miracles, but a raw authority took place. By the and then at the end he did the call for the lost. A lot of people, like seventy people, got healed, delivered, and and also received Jesus. Uh, it's amazing that the store let him do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and and that is not the only one. One of my guys also, one of my young people, went to the mall. It's called the mall, the Dolphin Mall, and they went and they usually do uh, they usually do parties in the uh, in the aisles of the mall where like maybe 700, 500 people stay there in the tables and they eat in the open, isn't right. open. And then they have the microphone and they got music and, and I'm talking about music, regular worldly music. And then he got up to the man and then he said, can I use your microphone to pray for the people? And the man said, of course you do it. And the manager of the mall said, well, yeah, let's do it if you want to bless the people. And he started doing it here in Miami. And then he start calling names, uh, calling people by name, and they pray calling people by their name of their sickness, and people start. Wait, wait, wait a second. Are you saying to me that he he had the uh, supernaturally he had the names of people and what was wrong with them? Yeah. For example, the people that are listening to is, for example, the Lord gave me gave them a name like uh, Marcus, and then gave him the name John. John has a problem with the liver. And then suddenly John came up in the altar with the liver. And cases, specifically cases, God spoke to him in and, and, and an inner voice, in his spirit. Then he called them out, came up to the altar, and ended up that they stay in the mall for two, uh, until 2 a.m. in the morning. Again, I have to say, I would have thought the police would have driven them out. <laughs> no, but you know what? The manager gave the okay. So the manager gave him the okay, so the people were okay. And, and, and you know, in some malls, of course, they call out the police. They said, no, you can't do it. But some other uh, uh, malls, they had opened it. They know who they are. People from King Jesus Ministry, people, they know who they are. So this is, this is, this is what I'm talking about. It's not just a, the anointing of men. Tell me, tell me about how, that, how strong the anointing was that for, uh, in Miami, of all places, there were no murders for a month. Okay, um, it, we had our our uh, conference called CAP. Is the Apostolic and Prophetic Conference we've been doing for ten years. And um, in two thousand and nine, the Lord said to me, "I want you to declare." This was me. He was one of the guys, but he said, "I want you to declare over the city of Miami that in the month of October." Uh, not one single murder will happen. And I declare it. And I said, well, I declared that the month of October, no single murder will, will happen. So the report, the police report came back in November. 
And they said, we can't believe this. The last time this happened, it happened 43 years ago. And he said, for the first time, we had never had one single motor in the city of Miami. Uh, because of time constraint, I promised a couple of days ago you'd pray for the fire. I want you to teach for about two minutes and then pray for the fire. Well, the fire, God, is, it comes to our life. It's one of the aspects of the presence and the glory of God. And it comes for two reasons. Number one, it comes to sanctify, and it comes to, uh, it comes to uh, judge. Those people that are not living right, when the fire comes, fire is very dangerous. And number two, when the fire comes, he comes to sanctify us. So if you are listening to me now, and if you need sanctification, and of course, that fire, once the fire comes, you will become passionate for souls. You will become compassionate for, for miracle signs and wonders. In other words, you want to see miracles. It's not just the desire. There's a difference between being desiring something and being passionate for something. So when the fire comes, you will be passionate for souls, for, uh, for miracles, for one signs and wonders. So I'm going to pray for you to be activated in the fire. And I believe the Lord will touch your, your body, you will touch your soul, you will touch your spirit. Because if you've been asking questions, you haven't been satisfied with your Christian life. You're saying, well, where is the God of Elijah? Where is the God of the apostles? Where is the God of the Bible that is a God of supernatural God? Where is the God in the book of Acts where every chapter we see a miracle? And we don't see that in a miracle today. I want, I want to be passionate for God's presence and God's glory. So I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise and I give you honor. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that aspect of the fire. John said, the one that is after me will baptize you in the power and in the fire of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, for those people that, that, um, that are listening to me now. I command the fire of the Holy Ghost come upon the people, even those people that uh, speak in other tongues. If you have not been filled with the Spirit, I release the Spirit of God upon your life now and be filled with the Spirit, speaking in other tongues. And now, Father, I pray for those people that need the fire. Be filled with fire. Whatever you are now, be filled with fire. And the presence of God, Lord, release the hunger for your presence, hunger for the supernatural, hunger for miracles, hunger for souls, hunger for the Jewish people to go after the Jewish people and love them and pray for them. Lord, I, I'm asking you, even hunger for those uh, loved ones close to home, they, they haven't met Jesus. Father, I release the, the passion and the fire for souls and Jesus' passion for holiness. Release it now. Be filled with the Spirit, wherever you you are even pastors that you lost the fire for the presence and for the anointing and for the power now that fire is being released and jesus mighty name i thank you and i give you praise lord amen and amen and while you were praying i heard that someone that has throat cancer is healed in jesus name I need to get this teaching into your hands. His brand new book, just off the press, called The Glory of God and three DVDs, Supernatural Encounter with His Presence. It's time that you know how to walk in the presence of God, how to be a carrier of His glory. It's time that you get unstuck. It's time that you move not just forward. It's time that you move 
fast forward. It's time that you have a hunger for God. And yes, you have a hunger for God, but the things of this world are heavier than your hunger for God. And you have to flip it around. And the best way I know for you to flip it around is for you to have anointed teaching. And when you read this book and listen to these three DVDs, and the presence of God is going to go with you 24-7. The fire of God, the glory of God. We're making this all available for a gift of $40. This is the Shabbat broadcast. The Lord has blessed you. The Lord has kept you. The Lord has smiled upon you. The Lord has already favored you if you can only see this and know this. The Lord has granted you already his shalom, his completeness in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. In the name of the Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace, Yeshua HaMashiach Sikenu, Jesus the Messiah, our righteousness. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. To receive a complimentary copy of our bi-monthly teaching newsletter, materials catalog, or information about becoming Mishpucha or Chalitzim, write to me, Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. To place a credit card order, call anytime, 1-800-447-2697. For all other calls, the number is 704-943-6500. That's 704-943-6500. For a CD of this week's broadcast, send a donation to Sid Roth. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.